this is your host, Alfred, with CampusDecanted.com for the Week 13 Early Line Show. Welcome to Rivalry Week. We've got the final week of the college football season, at least the final full slate of games. And many teams will be headed uh, to face their, their most bitter rivals. You've got Florida, Florida State. You've got Ohio State, Michigan. Um, and, you know, we'll get to many more. There's so many on the slate. Uh, most teams do hold their their big rivalry for the last week of the season. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Let's dive right in and see uh, what is on tap for this week. And, you know, this is uh, had some family stuff going on today. So this is really the first time I'm getting to sit down and look at these lines. So we're just going to read them off and I'll give you my gut uh, feeling right off the bat here. So Tuesday, we've got some midweek action. Keep uh, th- that slate is going to keep on going through this week. Ball State plus three at Miami of Ohio. I would take Ball State there just off the cuff here. I mean, I've kind of liked what Ball State done. I backed them two weeks in a row, went one and one uh, with those numbers. But I kind of like what they seem to be doing. Um, I'm not really impressed with Miami of Ohio. I'm not really sure why they're favored here other than the fact that it is at home. Bowling Green at Ohio. Ohio favored by seven. Bowling Green coming off a huge win against Toledo, uh, which I believe makes them in the hunt for the MAC, their side of the MAC. Um, I think they're going to need some help. I think Toledo would need to lose again. Um, they are five and two. Oh, no, sorry. They're a different side. So Bowling Green, I don't think. Oh, wow. Bowling Green can beat Ohio and win the East of the MAC. So this game is for the Eastern Division of the MAC. That's pretty remarkable. It would be a three-way tie between Bowling Green, Buffalo, and Ohio. So I'm not sure how a three-way tie goes. I guess they wouldn't actually win. Sorry, I'm doing quick math on the fly here. It would be a three-way tie between Ohio, Bowling Green, Buffalo. And I believe they would all have... Uh, tiebreakers over each other. So I'm not sure if it's going to be total points, total overall record. Um, that's pretty interesting. I think Buffalo still has one more game that they would need to win to get to, uh, I think it would be six, five and two, six and two in conference. They're going to have Akron and then Kent State. Um, actually, Akron game was postponed. Sorry, this is crazy. Of course, only the Mac, right? The Akron game was postponed um, a blizzard, and that game needs to be played. Um, Buffalo still has technically two games left, and I really don't know what they're going to do. They need to play that game, so it's a mess. Suffice to say, and I'm sorry for doing that all live on the air, but suffice to say, Bowling Green is very much uh, alive and interested in winning this game. I like them plus seven. That was quite a roller coaster. Uh, if you're still listening, I appreciate it. Um, then we're going to go to Thursday. We've got Mississippi State catching three at Ole Miss. And last week, I actually took this line before it changed on on the, uh, the look ahead. I think I have um, plus four already in the book here. And uh, I kind of I kind of like that. I think, I mean, Ole Miss coming off a pretty bad loss this past week. So they're going to get up for the Egg Bowl. I'm kind of bummed that they lost because I think uh, this past week, I think going in, you know, winning a bunch, they got throttled by Arkansas. So hopefully they refocus here. But I still like Mississippi State catching some points in the Egg Bowl. 
On Friday, we've got Baylor at Texas. Texas favored by eight. I don't really know what to do with Texas these days, everybody. Uh, that is a tough one. They throttled Kansas. But, um, you know, Kansas is limping to the finish line here after starting so hot. I just, I don't know. Uh, eight points for Baylor feels like kind of a lot. I know Baylor lost a nail-biter to TCU, but Baylor's a pretty pesky quality team. Um, I, I'm just not sold on Texas. I mean, I know they're going to be at home here, but plus eight seems like a lot. I, I would inter- be interested in backing Baylor, I think, with all those points. Tulane plus two and a half at Cincinnati. I'd gladly take Tulane there unless there's an injury I don't know about. Uh, but if they're pretty healthy, especially just Michael Pratt, I think I'd, I'd take the Tulane money line there, actually. Uh, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, no real play. Uh, Eastern is favored by one at home. Utah State at Boise State. Boise State minus 15 and a half. I don't think they have really any incentive other than just home field or, you know, home state pride here. The state... Um, Utah, well, sorry, Boise's in Idaho, so there's no state pride on the line. I don't think this is a huge rivalry game or anything else. So, I mean, there's a chance that Boise just, um, you know, sleepwalks through this one, preparing for Fresno State. I don't know. I probably wouldn't play that either way. Toledo at Western Michigan. Western Michigan catching seven and a half at home. Another one where I think Toledo has it in the bag for their side of the MAC. Now, of course, you want to finish strong. You don't want to just lose you know, games for the heck of it. But, um, you know, no real incentive there. Looks like Eastern Michigan with a win and a Toledo loss. But I think Toledo has the tiebreaker there. So I think Toledo is pretty much clinched. Um, I don't, I wouldn't play a game like that where you just really have no idea about motivation. Arizona State at Arizona. This, of course, is a rivalry game. Arizona favored by four at home. Would have to dive into the numbers before I liked anything on that side. North Carolina State plus six and a half at North Carolina. I've been backing North Carolina State lately with with some success um, when they have MJ Morris. Now, MJ Morris did not play this last game. North Carolina State got beat pretty badly. Um, And I I really, I mean, if they got Jack Chambers back there, or I think they played um, Finley's little brother. They used to have a a quarterback named Ryan Finley and, and his brother, uh, something Finley was playing. They're just, they have no real talent at backup quarterback. So that's one where I'd, I'd, you'd have to keep your eye out and see what the quarterback situation was going to be. They just lost at Louisville in the game. I think they would have potentially won with MJ Morris. So if MJ Morris is not playing, I'm in on Carolina here or North Carolina here, but otherwise North Carolina doesn't have a real reason to play. Um, motivation is going to be questionable. It is a rivalry game, but I don't think it's like a humongous rivalry game. Um, then we have Arkansas minus four and a half at Missouri. I'd be interested in Missouri there. Uh, Arkansas getting tons of benefit of the doubt, of course, coming off a huge win against Ole Miss, but now traveling to a pesky, pesky Missouri team uh, at home. Their defense is really, really tough. Uh, I'd be interested in plus four and a half there, I think, for Missouri. New Mexico at Colorado State. Colorado State minus seven. No real lean there. Nebraska plus 10 at Iowa. I don't know. UCLA at California. California at home catching nine and a half. You know, you'd of course have to ask yourself, what is the deal with UCLA's motivation after losing a heartbreaker to USC? Now they have, I think, three losses on the season. They're out of the Pac-12. You know, just playing for a better bowl here. 
kind of the huge rivalry was last week. So now we got Cal. I mean, I can see Cal coming coming off a, a win against Stanford. So interestingly, UCLA and California both with huge rivalries before this week. So potential letdown spot for both. I'd be interested in Cal plus nine and a half, I think, here. Um, just thinking UCLA, you know, Cal's at least at home, but UCLA just maybe not really excited to get up for this one. Florida now plus nine and a half. It was plus seven and a half last week, but then Florida went and lost to Vanderbilt, and Florida State looked great um, going, uh, beating the pants off uh, Louisiana, and now it's up to nine and a half. So, honestly, no real huge key number there, uh, though. Plus seven and a half to nine and a half. If it's 10, you know, that's a key number and would say there's a lot of steam on FSU. But I think right now, those two points right there, not moving the needle too much for me. Um, and again, it's just like these rivalry games are so crazy. And Florida Florida State is a, a premium example of one of these where any team can get up for the occasion. I wouldn't be excited to lay the points uh, with Florida State, even if the numbers say to do so, just because crazy things happen in a rivalry game. And, you know, as a Florida fan, the only reason that I am hoping we lost to Vanderbilt is because like they just spent an entire extra week prepping for Florida State, didn't even care or think about Vandy um, and lost that game and is going to come out and shock the world here. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm not going to bet this game, I don't think. I'm just going to root as a fan. Uh, Wyoming plus 14 and a half at Fresno. They just covered for me uh, at home against Boise, but I do not like really Wyoming on the road. They don't have much to play for. Fresno State doesn't have much to play for. I don't know what's going to happen with that game. The motivation is, again, so some of these, the season's in hand. Some of these, obviously, huge implications. Speaking of which, Michigan, Ohio State, big noon Saturday. What is happening here? Michigan plus eight and a half. I think on the look ahead, it was plus eight. And now it's eight and a half. Michigan eking out a victory. Basically, both these teams were probably looking ahead, understandably, to this game that will, you know, dictate who makes it to the playoff, who makes it to the the Big Ten championship. I mean, everything's on the line here. Absolutely massive uh, game, regardless of the season. But this year, especially, I mean, just tremendous, tremendous football at Ohio State. What is the number? Um, you know, I think... I think weather might play a factor here. I mean, Ohio State has shown that they struggle in bad weather. It very well may be snowing, windy, who knows what. I haven't checked the forecast. But uh, I think Michigan and some points here sounds pretty good to me without looking deeper into the numbers. South Carolina at Clemson. South Carolina plus 14 and a half. Are they going to be up after their huge win at Tennessee? I think this is an interesting one because... Really nothing to play for for either side. South Carolina's in a bowl, um, but it's just a nice rivalry game. <clears throat> 14 and a half. I'd be interested in 14 and a half for South Carolina, to be honest. And I've backed them before, and they've gotten smoked. And then last week, they showed incredible life and just beat the absolute pants off Tennessee. Um, Clemson, you know, could be sleepwalking, prepping for the ACC championship here. I 14 and a half. I think you could be uh, onto something there with with all that, well, all those points from South Carolina. Um, the hook there makes me think that the books want you to to take all those points, though. Um, so I'm wondering if the numbers actually say Clemson plus a little more than that. Uh, Georgia State at Marshall, Marshall minus six, no real lean. Illinois minus thirteen at Northwestern. Season's basically over for these two teams. I think North Illinois could like sleepwalk through and beat Northwestern by thirteen, but. Um, 
you know, again, I, I don't think that's a game worth touching. You don't have to bet every game on the board, you know. So Virginia at Virginia Tech, if this game is even played, looks like maybe it will be played. Uh, really hard to judge what these teams are going to. I mean, the Virginia tragedy, uh, Virginia Tech knows a tragedy like that all too well, unfortunately. Um, probably just staying away. I don't, I don't really feel like digging into motivation with, with those teams and what they've gone through, especially Virginia most recently, of course. Um, Penn State minus 17 and a half hosting Michigan State. No real lean there. Um, we're going to start skipping through some of these. Uh, West Virginia plus nine at Oklahoma State. UCF minus 17 at South Florida. Now that's a huge rivalry game. And I'd, I'd think about South Florida, to be honest with you, plus 17 covering potentially at home. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that would be pretty interesting. UCF, I think in dire straits for the conference uh, after unfortunately losing one to Navy. How does that conference shave out right now? Cincinnati six and one, Tulane six and one, and UCF then at five and two, and then Tulane holds the so UCF would hold a tiebreaker over Tulane, um, and then if Cincinnati should lose, Tulane I believe would be uh, in the driver's seat, and actually UCF holds holds a. Cincinnati would hold the lead over, oh no, sorry, UCF would hold a tiebreaker, I believe, over Cincinnati. So really, it's the winner of Cincinnati Tulane, and then I think UCF sneaks in regardless of that Navy loss. Um, there's Houston's involved with two losses. This could get tricky. I don't know all the tiebreakers. Cincinnati Tulane is effectively for to punch a ticket. Uh, the winner of that game will have one conference loss, and they will go. And then uh, UCF looks like they beat Cincinnati and Tulane. So they would hold a tiebreaker over either one. But then if Houston has two losses as well, I'm not sure. Houston didn't play UCF at all. Um, so that that's that could get really interesting there. UCF with two big, big wins against Cincinnati and Tulane. Uh, so they would hold a tiebreaker. So UCF is certainly motivated to win. But I think UCF uh, maybe covers here. God, they are 1-10. That's just brutal. They covered against Tulsa, though, this past week. I don't know. I'd have to look into the numbers. I didn't realize UCF was so, 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 so bad. New Mexico State at Liberty, no play. I don't know. Liberty minus 24. Do what you want with that. Purdue minus 10 at Indiana. Purdue still playing for a shot at the Big Ten title. Um, I would like to – I mean, I think they they should be ready to come out and, and really explode um, against a – again, continues to be a bad Indiana team. Uh, Georgia Tech plus 34 and a half at Georgia. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not touching that. There's, there's so many other games. I'm not going to worry about that one. Coastal Carolina plus 13 and a half at James Madison. This game is inconsequential. Uh, Coastal is just sleepwalking through. Hopefully they're going to get uh, Grayson McCall he uh, healthy for the conference title. Western Kentucky minus six and a half at FAU. Um, I don't believe this has any conference. This might well, with FAU losing this past week, I'm not sure this has any conference title implications um, for the Conference USA. Looks like it's Western Kentucky, North Texas are both tied. If North Texas wins this past week, this next week against Rice, they are in. If Western Kentucky should win, and um, if Western Kentucky should win, I believe that it's going to be some kind of tiebreaker situation. So. They're definitely interested in getting in there. Um, what is it? Minus six and a half at Florida Atlantic. I mean, I think I'd 
I think I'd flirt with Western Kentucky there. I just don't think Florida Atlantic's very good. Old Dominion plus 16 at South Alabama. This game doesn't mean anything. Uh, South Alabama needs to win, but it's looking pretty bleak for them in the um, Sun Belt as uh, Troy holds the tiebreaker and Troy gets Arkansas State, who they should win. So th- that could be, unfortunately, a great season for South Alabama, but they're going to lose the tiebreaker if Troy takes care of their own business. Army at Massachusetts, Army minus 19 and a half. I don't know. <laughs> Kent State, Buffalo. So we talked about Buffalo earlier. I mean, Buffalo minus three at Kent or at home at, versus Kent State. Kent State continues to just be a disaster for me. I don't really know what to make of them. Um, we're man, there's so many games. It's hard to go through each and every one. Normally, I actually don't do every one. So we're gonna skip through a few, and I'm gonna just go with something to catch my eye here. Uh, let's see. We've got Washington at Washington State for the Apple Cup. Washington minus two. Um, I would be, I would think about Washington State just because it's at Washington State. They're a bit of a different team at home. And uh, Washington, I don't believe has anything left to play for. I mean, they have the, the huge, huge win. But otherwise, other than just, you know, there's nothing to play for. Obviously, these teams want to win. They, they want to go out there. They don't want to just waste their time. But I think I wish Washington State was a better value as a dog. I'm not sure this is worth playing either way. Louisville plus four at Kentucky. Troy minus 13 and a half at Arkansas State. Oregon minus three and a half at Oregon State. Oregon needs this one. Oregon, I believe, needs this one. If they lose and Washington wins, actually, that could impact the the title on that side of things. Um, Because I... I believe they both have two losses and then Washington would have the tiebreaker. So it's at Oregon state though. I would, I would flirt with Oregon state, especially if, I mean, I guess Bo Nix is healthy. He's going to play, but he didn't seem quite himself against Utah and Oregon state's just a tough place to play. They're getting this, uh, this game in Beaver stadium or yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's the stadium. They're the Beavers. That's why I said Beaver Stadium. But uh, this one could be a very interesting game. And I would be looking at Oregon here. Oregon State, I'm sorry. Minnesota at Wisconsin. Auburn at Alabama. Auburn plus 22. I think I'd take Auburn plus 22. Uh, I mean, Alabama just does not look like the same team they have been. They are just they're limping to the finish line here. Um, plus 22 feels like a lot. Um, that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm very curious to see what a lot of the other people this week on various podcasts are going to mention about this game. Cause plus 22 does feel like an awful lot. And Arvin's playing inspired football right now. Um, you know, they're going to have some tricks. They're going to, they're going to pull some things out of their hat. Uh, Wake Forest ne- negative three, uh, minus three and a half at Duke Memphis at SMU SMU minus four and a half. Let's see here. We've got any other big ones. A lot of these aren't really mean that much. Notre Dame at USC. USC minus five and a half. That's a weird line, uh, line kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm, I'm just on USC. I'm on USC right now. I think they're playing excellent football. Um, the defense, of course, you know, it, it, leads, it leaves a lot to be desired, but their offense just keeps putting up points. And basically that defense is opportunistic. I mean, say what you want about the turnover ratio, but they just make things happen. And uh, maybe it's a little bit luck. Maybe it's just their year. I personally would watch this game and follow it because I want USC to be in the playoff. I don't even have any money on them to win the title or anything like that. 
I just think it'd be fun. Caleb Williams is amazing. I'd love to see him at the biggest stage. Um, and so I, I have no real interest in betting this game. I just want to watch it. And I want Caleb Williams to put on a show. I do have a Caleb Williams Heisman future, I should say. But uh, as far as the team, I just want to see him in the playoff. I, I think they would be very fun. Oklahoma at Texas Tech. Oklahoma favored by two. No real, no real lean there. Uh, it kind of rounds it out here. Pittsburgh minus six and a half at Miami. How can you bet Miami right now? And they're just—they have no home field advantage anyway, so that kind of doesn't even matter. Kansas at Kansas State. Kansas State minus eleven and a half. Um, another interesting rivalry there. But I don't think we really know what Kansas is right now. So that kind of does it for the early lines. Um, whole lot of games, whole lot of fun. We'll have more best bets uh, later in the week. Follow along there. And if you're a member of our Discord, go ahead and check that out. Chris Moxley's always in there giving all his leans from anything from the biggest game of the week to, uh, you know, Cornell versus Princeton or something. I don't know. He's crazy. So thanks for staying with us. Visit campus for all your college football needs.